Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to Two and a Half Hoopers, aka TH Hoopers, aka TJ Ford's favorite basketball podcast. Uh, first things first, happy birthday, Kobe. It's probably his favorite basketball podcast, too, if I'm being honest. Uh, I'm your host, Jacob Lehman, and it is Monday, August 23rd. Join with me, Larry Bird Jersey. That's uh, Josh Rhodes. Hey, guys, it's kind of uh, insensitive to be wearing Celtics colors. I just realized on Kobe's birthday, but. It care. is what it is, and and, and I don't, he, I don't he, care. he also wore Celtics colors in his uh in his tryouts, so you know not too bad. And then right below me, the half hooper, the man who always has the worst song stuck in his head, George Martin. I don't drive. Oh, I can't. I probably couldn't sing. Uh, don't want to get copyrighted here, but hello. There's a lot of reasons you probably shouldn't sing. But George sounds so good that he were gonna get copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, oh my god, that really. Playboy Card is gonna be. Let's sue them. Is he singing my song? Uh, full squad. I feel like we have another full squad in a minute here. We haven't uploaded in a minute here. It's not a whole lot to talk about in the dog days. Uh, but it doesn't mean you shouldn't follow us at th hoopers on Instagram. Uh, G underscore Martin twenty one on Twitter. Uh, th hoopers pod on TikTok. <laughs> All that. Do we, George, do we have a new TikTok, George? We do. Th hoopers pod. No, no, no. no I mean, you posted like, a new one. Oh. Nope, I'm looking I'm right now. That's why. That's why. That's why there's a volume. He, oh, he you work, you're working. You're working something up. He looked at me up. and said, "They're all in the drafts. Just drop one. <laughs> <laughs> Just drop one." There's two. There's two. Uh, you might have to give me the password. I'll start dropping. The Troopers on uh, YouTube. Hello, oh, everyone. I thought he was gonna say the login info right here. I'm like, <laughs> no, no, no. No, they should not. I don't password. have the login. You know the password. Oh yeah, I do. Okay, never yeah, mind. Yeah. Um, subscribe, please, uh, please, um, and then comment, interact, shout out, all that fun stuff. Especially on TikTok, if you are a guy George does not know, and you comment on TikTok, you you'll probably get four TikToks made about your comment. On God, like it, he he will love the attention you're giving him. Um, and then also on Twitter, just interact with him; he'll be there. Um, but now that's out of the way, we got a good show for you guys because we are going to break down our top ten of all time. Uh, not a whole lot of news right now, so Josh decided we call an audible and we just we talk about some some random stuff like this. I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, I think we're going to go uh, out of the top ten. We're going to do our top three. Talk about that. Kind of the uh, four through six. Talk about that, and then the uh, four through ten bottom. And there's a few of the prompts we got um, to you know kind of discuss there. It was Josh's idea, so um, I will let you. Do you want to lead with the uh, four to six, or do you want to lead with the top three and the four to ten, or the six to ten? Mm, I guess I'll do one to three. Uh, yeah, then, I'll, I'll start. I'll half? start. I'll okay. start this off. Yeah, so we fine. should agree on the top three, um, but hey, we'll see. The order might be different. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, for me, it's just kind of implemented in everybody's head mine is mike at one lebron at two and kareem abdul jabbar at three do you agree george i do have the same top three same order and i also have the same top three i thought i feel um, like it was gonna have magic at three josh you had a specific question regarding this do you want to tackle it now or towards the end why don't we just go through the list and then we can kind of talk about it. Uh, we can kind of revert back to it. Okay, because it was one of so. your prompts you put towards the end, so I figured I would let yeah. you decide that. All right, so we have our top three there. I mean, yeah, we'll kind of get into it. But 
Uh, George, how fitting that you're going to lead through this one. Four through six. Of course. Can you give me that? Oh, so I can get cooked. Okay. I have Irvin Magic Johnson at four, Kobe at five, and Tim Duncan sixth. Okay. Josh, what is yours? Mine is Magic at four, Shaq at five, and Wilt Chamberlain at six. I have Magic That's at five, Shaq at six, and Tim Duncan at uh, – or no, Magic six, Shaq at five and then Duncan at six. Yeah, sorry about there that. Um, okay. That, so, George, why Kobe at five? I know where we're going first. I know there's a little bit of bias here. Um, I was really debating putting Duncan over him, but I just looked at longevity really with, with a lot of my picks – Kobe from basically 99 to 13 had very, very good years. Even up to his Achilles year, he took the Lakers to the playoffs, essentially. Um, I know he has less MVPs. Um, defensively, he was – he doesn't get talked about a lot defensively. He was on 12 defensive teams, all defensive teams. Um, and that tied into it as well. And just – I also look through the years of basically after 04 until he won his – next uh championship so i guess oh three or oh two to his next ring um very high um i wouldn't say not high efficiency but he had one of the better peaks um of the guys behind him in my opinion there what um my my connection is probably going to go out because i tried to send a picture so josh you take this next part (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, Lehman was just pointing at me and begging and pleading for me to go. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll, I'll guess I'll attack your points. Um, I don't know why you're saying peak because all the guys that Lehman and I had have, have had arguably better seasons. Kobe's best season, I'm presuming that you're taking the uh, 35 point game season. Shaq won MVP, and that's probably the a top three MVP season. So Shaq's top is probably better than Kobe's. Um, I know you can kind of take rings into it a little bit, but that's it's like one separate one. Uh, and Shaq winning three as the number one, three finals MVPs, and then winning one as the number two option, I think is a little bit leaning toward it in his favor and will also had a 50 point season i know it's because it's against janitors but like it's the best you can do against janitors man 50 points a game when they're not recording blocks or steals like the guy might be a defensive anomaly without even being known uh i think tim duncan probably had the better career than kobe i think just overall success he's kind of like the san antonio spurs and while kobe is also the la lakers i just feel like tim duncan's reputation towards the spurs and just being like a continual contender even uh in like certain circumstances where maybe a player got hurt uh issues like that the spurs are always making the playoffs so i think that that also kind of takes i have to take that into consideration but i mean like they're all they're all great players and it's not like we're knocking anybody like i know we're making fun of george for putting kobe at five but like this list is super difficult and it just depends on what you prioritize and i think that i just kind of prioritize more of like 
a dominant factor from like how unstoppable a player can be. And I think that Kobe Bryant's high volume is the reason he got that 35 points. It's not an efficient 35 points. And that's kind of what I look at more when I talk about, when I think about that season. Well, we don't got to be nice guys. We can all uh, kind of, you know, give our opinion, and get out of here. But Josh, how much does Tim Duncan having Greg Popovich help? Or, I mean, George, how much does it hurt? Well, we had Phil Jackson there. But he was he was great. He was winning rings with Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson leaves. He has those dog years, and then Phil Jackson comes back. Okay, is Phil Jackson really saved. Like that team's not great to begin with. Also, so you kind of have to take that into consideration. That's why the high volume comes into play. Well, I'm talking about like he had probably like two down seasons with Phil Jackson, and then the rest he was winning championships. If he had Phil Jackson as long as Tim Duncan has Greg Popovich, what happens? Like George, well, that's a what if. Do you have anything to comment on there? Not necessarily, because I, I kind of see Josh's point where he's saying, "Well, Kobe had Phil in his years; he was winning winning rings, and and uh, Tim Duncan had Pop as well." So I don't necessarily use it as a uh, determining factor of ranking. I lobbed you something to help your case, and you said, "Nah, screw it." So I'm gonna move on from the Kobe thing. Um, Josh, give me your seven through ten. So my 7 through 10, oh, I got to pull it up because I forgot. So I have Tim Duncan at 7. I was kind of torn between Wilt and Duncan. So that's, I just put, I ended up putting Duncan at 7. I have Larry Bird at 8, Kobe at 9, and Hakeem Olajuwon at 10. Word. George. Alrighty here. <laughs> so I have Larry Legend at 7, Shaq at 8, Hakeem 9. And uh, this one doesn't seem very popular amongst you two. Kevin Durant. This is worse, at 10. This is worse than the Kobe one. That's this where we're so leading, by the way. The when I give, after I give my final top 10, that's the first thing I'm going to ask you is why he's there. That's so bad. Uh, but mine is Larry Bird at seven, Kobe at eight, Wilt Chamberlain at nine, and Bill Russell at 10. The only one with Bill Russell in their top 10. Very shocking. Uh, but before I tackle that, I need to know, George, before we attack you, what criteria did Kevin Durant meet to meet your top 10? To make your top ten. Well, I guess I can't go into it fully because you want it quickly. But no, um, go into it fully. You, you can go into you, it. No, George, okay. I genuinely want to hear what you were thinking one hundred and ten percent when you put Kevin Durant well, in the top ten. In my opinion, he's the greatest scorer of all time. Especially, I think this season actually kind of shifted that for me. I don't think I really had him there. But watching him, especially this season, coming off the Achilles injury and still being as dominant as he was in his OKC years, that kind of shifted it for me. He He's miss. underrated as a defender. Um, and then in those in those years winning with the Warriors, I know Lehman kind of wants to discredit it because of all the talent he had. But, I mean, if we're putting Wilt on there and Wilt's numbers, I think Katie's numbers are acceptable. Don't so, act like I'm like some hot take like apologist. A lot of people disagree. Hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. That was also stupid. Don't say that we're taking Wilt's numbers into consideration. Don't be rude. Don't be rude. <laughs> he had literally absolutely nobody. Like, I'm, Did you I'm watch like, 60s film, Josh? Like, did you, no, did you watch but can you, Chamber? Is Jared West nobody? Can you name – Will actually didn't go to the Lakers until the 70s. But he only won with the you, can went there. Can, he went there. <laughs> can, you, can you name another player on the Philadelphia Warriors that's not named Wilt Chamberlain in the 60s? Anyways, continuing my point because everybody just dudded on that. Like I kind of want to get would. back to George's point here. He was going to tell us why Kevin Durant was there. Yeah, I don't get why he just threw Wilt's numbers in there, though. Continue, oh, okay. though, George. Like I said, 
Greatest greatest score of all time, in my opinion. He has four scoring titles. Incredibly efficient. Like I said, he's underrated as a defender, has two finals MVPs, and put up very dominating numbers. Josh talked about how he liked having dominance in there. Katie's had that Mm -hmm. uh, in his career. And I think... With Seth Curry, greatest score of all time, but continue. I think he's going to have pretty decent longevity at the rate that he's held up, even with his Achilles. He went, He's, by many people's opinions, still the best player in the league to today. So he's, he my with, <laughs> he's been competing with LeBron as well. So I have that. And then, right. yeah, his Lehman, okay. I have a question. Sorry to interrupt you. I was basically uh, wrapping up. You're fine. Okay. Uh, now, I, George has has some points, and not knocking Durant, he's a great player. Um, obviously, you and I don't think he's the top ten there yet, but George does have a good point with Durant's skill set and the way that he plays. There's a good chance that he has some longevity. Um, how likely is it that he sneaks into the top ten? According to, uh, I guess you can just say your opinion because I'm curious because I want to see where your head's at in terms of that. Uh. It is insanely likely that he does. Right now, if I were uh-huh. to break it down, he's probably what 13, 14? Like like, yeah, like, he's George, close. like George said, he's gonna be playing until he's probably 41, just stroking it. Like yeah. on, like it's it's, it's, it's yeah. gonna be very easy for him to grow as a player. And he already has all those scoring titles, he has most of the accolades. He's not he's probably not gonna win any more MVPs. Uh he's hopefully he stays healthy, but you um, never know. You know all that. But um I think you know if he gets a few rings with the Nets here, as let you know, I think this team is almost as good as the Warriors team, but it's not going to be labeled as a super team because it was kind of he wasn't the last one to join it. So I think these rings will kind of hold up more in the NBA media's like opinions. Uh, but yeah, he's like 13 for me, and I I know a lot of people have LeBron finishing uh, first in like all time scoring. I don't really see a reason that KD won't uh, because he's uh, – I. It, it could be that he didn't play until he was probably 21 in the NBA. He stayed in college for a little bit, and that's why LeBron has such a big, like, head start on him. But I think Kevin the scoring had titles – year in college, I believe, at Texas. Just so I probably put him at, yeah, 2021. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think it's a, it's extremely likely to answer your question. Can you tell me why – because it, it looks like – George, who's 11 for you? Do you want to – do you want to defend Katie against Wilt Chamberlain or against Bill Russell? Well, I'd have I'd have Wilt right behind. So does that mean I have to defend against him? Yeah. So Josh, tell me why Wilt deserves it over Durant. I'm gonna tell you right now that Paul Pierce has more points than Kevin Durant, <laughs> career wise. So he's he's retired. Yeah, but f- Durant's fifteen thousand points away from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So it's it's a little bit of a a little bit of a stretchy there. Uh, what was your re- an initial question? Sorry, I was sidetracking myself. Uh, you say make the case of Will over Katie. Make the case of Will over Kevin Durant. Well, I have Will really high, so I guess I kind of have to really dive deep into the uh, archives for this. I mean, there's not really much I can say beside just numbers and just, like, constant physical, like, it was just he was the best player. Like there's no doubt. Like and you can talk about Bill having the better career, sure, but Wilt Chamberlain was the best player for like 15 to 18 years. Like no debate. Uh, he his points are through the roof. Obviously, I mean he didn't shoot as good of a percentage, but still over 50 percent, I believe. For why are you looking at me like that, Lehman? You said 15 to 18 years like Kareem didn't come stomping in the league. No, that's when that's when it changed, you know. 
like don't say 18 like years that's two decades yeah, it's almost just, two I, decades just like just like i said like kd can catch cream when he probably can't don't use hyperbole like that i messed up there don't say eight it was like a years. decade it was like a decade and a half 15 from years 50 like from, to 60 from like 50 from like 57 to like 71 that, that, that was uh, probably the best player that's 15 years right, continue continue <laughs> you lost my point. Um, well, it has a lot of scoring titles, but they didn't count those. A lot of the records that he would have are just not counted, and that's just kind of a – I think that kind of just goes hand-in-hand hand with the fact that he played in probably the worst era of basketball. And uh, But at the same time, like you still kind of have to consider it a little bit. But uh, they don't obviously go to his name. He does have, a, he does have the ring, so it's not like he's ringless or anything. Uh, can't really argue with that point. Um, I would say the big harp on Wilt's thing is the winning, though. Even though that he has that ring, a lot of people talk about the fact that, oh, Bill Russell always won. I'd like to make the point that Wilt's coaching turmoil, it's kind of the same situation as Kobe. Like, every time Wilt had a coach that he relatively liked, uh, they were winning championships. Or not championships, plural, but just championship. It's the same coach uh, in 67 as then they moved to the Lakers and they won another one there. But I think I, – I don't know. I think the numbers are just, just out of the world uh, for Will. It's really hard for me to go against that. And, I mean, it's the confidence that I have that Will could do that. And pro he's probably a better Giannis right now in this era. Like, give him all – and I, you're going to talk about the era change, but give him all the stuff that these players today have, and it's it, – he could become, like – that's probably the best thing that we're gonna best comparison we're gonna get. I, I, it's no, I, I don't think you're out of pocket for the Giannis comparison just because Giannis makes his money on being an absolute mismatch. And if Wilt was anything, it was an absolute mismatch. Yeah, I do. So, I, I got a few things to say, and I want to preface this with Wilt's in my top 10. He's even ahead of Bill Russell, who I'm gonna probably to defend later. I'm not like an old head hater, but why does he get a participation trophy and like a lot of players don't? Because I know, give like, me an example of a player that didn't get a participation trophy, or that does get a participation trophy. I I'm saying you you're giving Wilt one. I don't like him participation trophies. Uh, you're you're putting him in this very niche spot where he beat up on janitors. But oh, Bill Russell had too many good teammates. So like, which spot is it? Because he he scored all this stuff, but like now you're like, oh, we didn't win championships. Not his fault. Like it like this and that and this. But he's able to average fifty points. So what what was it that he could that, right? I, I know he led the league in like assists one year, but I feel like the way his style of play was. <laughs> he did. Like... Well, yeah, it, it's it's the same it's the same story, but uh, as like I kind of say with uh, I hate to say Russell Westbrook's name, but like his style of play back then is like not winning basketball. But at the same time, the guy averaged twenty three rebounds a game throughout his career. Twenty three. Put that in your head, like. <laughs> That's that's an absurd amount. Like no matter what era you're playing in, I saw like people talking about when you're playing in rec league and people are like bragging about the fact that you scored 40 points in a rec league. That's so impressive. Like regardless of like what stage of basketball you're playing, scoring that amount or rebounding that amount, unless you're playing like children, like little toddlers, it's impressive. So why don't you give Bill Russell credit? For winning, winning I do 11 get Bill, 
I do give him off Bill your top I, 10 and he's, you I, have do, I do give Bill Russell credit. Bill Russell is my 11th player, but I think that in my list, I prioritize individual performance a little bit higher than being the, the glue guy for a team. Bill Russell was probably the most important piece to those championship teams, but he doesn't stick out to me as a player. George, where do you, where do you fall on this? In terms of Bill Russell versus Wilt? Uh, did did you feel like – well, I'll, I'll close this tab and then open the new one with Bill Russell. Do you feel like Josh gave a decent enough argument to kind of kick KD out of your top ten, or do you feel like there's anything you want to rebuttal to there? Yeah, and I mean, like I said, I had Wilt right behind him. Um, I do like the stuff with, you know, the numbers, and I – like like I had mentioned, I just think KD this year, I, I don't know if that's a good point, but I just think watching how he still looked like the, the best scorer in the league currently and best player made a big case for me to put him over Will. So, As of now or like making a prediction list? No, I, I this obviously at, like after this season now, I can put him there. Not more of a prediction like, oh, I think he's going to have the longevity to put him there because if that was the case, I wouldn't have him at 10. Uh, Josh, I'll let, you, I'll let you. I saw your face. I'll let you wrap up the Wilt versus. King no, I was just reading. I was just reading uh, Wilt's uh, basketball reference. I didn't know that he did a twenty point, twenty rebound, twenty assist game. I did not know that. You know who also did? Russell Westbrook. No, the guy you hate. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so how? So how? How? How come you're such a big? Uh, like you pick and choose where you like stats are winning more. You know how you like right. James Harden when he's more stats with no rings. You hate. Okay, Russell James Westbrook. Harden. I've, I've like, said this multiple times. James Harden is like my dirty little guilty pleasure. Like, <laughs> like in the so back will, of my head. We're finding another one where you have a little guilty, dirty pleasure. And his name's Will Chamberlain because you, you've compared to Russell Westbrook twice now. And I just did it another time. So, yeah. like, I'm not obviously Will's much better. Than Will Chamberlain, Chamberlain has, has a couple rings under his belt. He's got two. He, when Bill Russell retired. <laughs> No, he. One of them, they beat the Celtics in the semifinals. Actually, it was five I think games. Was I older, but you got me there. But I do. I do want. I guess we'll get George in here because we already had our little spat, and I'll get George again. Uh, why? I know you have Wilts ahead of Russell. Uh, tell me why. I kind of have to go with. I. I, I kind of have to go with Josh with in terms of the the dominance. Um, the thing with Russell that kind of state or I don't know what the word is, but. As a center, he only shot 40%, and that's a little concerning. I know he was more of a defensive uh, focal piece. I know they didn't count any defensive awards, really, so there's no stats to uh, back me up. But, I mean, if he if they Lehman, counted those, he would have gotta, tons of – Sorry to cut you off, George. Actually, continue. I'll say it afterward. Go ahead. Well, and then you kind of look at those teams. He was playing with a lot of Hall of Famers. Um and I just don't know if it's fair to compare. I guess I'm doing the winning versus stats thing here, but um, I mean, Josh made it. Josh should make a good point. Like, who was Wilt playing with on the uh, Philadelphia Warriors? And then you look um, with the teams the Celtics had, and there was also only what eight to ten teams in the league at the time. There, I don't know. I just feel like he's kind of like a fading, like that era is just really fading away from history. So then why is Wilt ahead of there? They're they're one place. It's eleven. It's like eleven and twelve. It's nothing huge. They're just both there. They're sliding out the back end of the list. Lehman, I got a question for you. So you told me I wasn't out of pocket for the Giannis comparison with Wilt. Would you say the best comparison for Bill Russell would be like a Draymond Green? Don't no. no. So who's Draymond, better? what? 
Who's better? What? <laughs> I mean, who's better? What do you mean, who's better? Well, who would you compare Bill Russell I mean, to now? Who would you compare Bill Russell he to now? He doesn't have a comparison. He was 6'9 and led the league allegedly in blocks. And like, there's no one to compare I'll tell you what, to. I, I don't believe that. I'll tell you what, center. I don't believe that. He Harry, no, no way. They, they made goaltending for Wilt Chamberlain. There's no way Bill Russell was leading the league in blocks, and they said, "Oh yeah, Wilt Chamberlain's the reason that we made the goaltending rule." So you're going out on a limb against NBA historians that Bill Russell was I, not the best defender in the. I'm not. I'm not. Wilt Chamberlain I'm, didn't. Okay, best, if, best. If Wilt Chamberlain cared about defense, he'd probably have more than one. Best defender. Best defender doesn't necessarily mean lead the league in blocks. I, I know that, but you just discredited Bill Russell's defense by saying, oh, it, they made goaltending for Wilt Chamberlain. I don't really know what that really yeah, has to I'm, do with it. I'm just saying that probably is the, because of the blocks. But, but I'm not saying it's Bill Russell is a freak a athlete defender. and he can put his hand on the top of the backboard. That's why they Yeah, had that, hence why he got more blocks. I'm not talking about the reason they get the blocks. I'm just explaining. I'm just saying we're getting off topic, but I'm not saying Bill Russell's not a better defender. We're on the same well, boat in that. Was your question really is Draymond Green a good comparison for Bill Russell? Was that the question yeah. that George to ask me? Yeah. I, uh, so Ooh, we'll move no. on. We'll, we'll, we'll move on from that. Uh, and st- I, I have one thing to say about Bill Russell. Why does no one like? Because I know none of us watch film on on the Boston right. Celtics in the '60s. Right. What makes you think that Bill Russell then helped them make the Hall of Fame by contributing to winning? Why is it just like, oh, the Celtics were able to draft? Oh, it's the seven best players in the NBA. Oh my God, it just happened. Why? Why isn't Bill Russell was a team player? He, you see in the points, he averaged less. And it, we just you, said you focused he was a team defense. player. What? Well, we just said he was a team player. How how can you argue that with his low assist numbers that he's going to make everyone better around him? What does he do offensively that opens up the game so much for those guys? Sure, defensively, obviously getting rebounds. George, that's, but is he, that's a little unfair what? because we've seen it players is. take over games without with the lack of assists being there. So just like, his defense and his blocks turning it into offense helps those guys. No, just being in the right place at the right time. Like Lehman said, team player, like not going outside of your role, like knowing your role, but at the same time. So letting other guys cook and not taking anything up offensively besides rebounds and putbacks is why he helped other guys get to the Hall of Fame. Wouldn't you say when a player is being, I'm not saying what's a ball hog because like, I'm I'm not going to say it here and tell you that Will Chamberlain had Hall of Famers on his team. And I agree with the coach thing with Josh, uh, with Will Chamberlain, that was tough. But it definitely dis- disrupts an offense when a player is scoring 50 points a night. It definitely makes it harder to guys get in their groove and stuff like that. When you're the best player and can focus on defense like Bill Russell, I, I feel like it opens it up a lot more. But wouldn't that have to rely on the talents of those guys around him? Because if those guys couldn't do anything even with the ball, wouldn't you say then there's no point to that argument? I feel that's, that's a lot of uh, Red Arbach. Okay, well then that's an, a separate argument with and the Bill coaching. Russell was also the coach for that one year they won the championship. So if it's coaching, yeah, uh, player it's... coach. Well, player coach. that is a fair right. point. The player coach, I didn't think about that. Yeah. No, but uh, I mean, uh, last point. Go ahead, Justin. I mean, our last couple. Like, I don't think that. I think just the winning culture of Boston. Like, if you switched Will and Bill Russell, like Bill Russell probably has the worst team in the league. I you mean, know, Bill I, Russell built that winning culture, right? 
Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And I'm not saying Boston's so why didn't Will be better build it with Will in like Chamberlain. Philly or San Francisco. Because they're different players. Which I, and I'm is saying, a point for and I'm Bill saying, Russell, and built that culture from the ground up. And I'm saying, and I'm saying, that's what you prioritize in your list. My list so is Josh, more priority. You agree yeah. with Lehman about how Bill Russell like opened it up for other guys, right? I'm saying Bill Russell was a team player. However, on my list, that hurts him because he's, sa- he's sacrificing his individual peak for success. But and what I'm I saying think, is if you put him on the Lakers with Jerry West, you don't think that helps because they went to like what nine five they Jerry West and him are like one and eight, right? Jerry West is Jerry West is probably the most down bad Laker of all time. Because he lost to the same this, but I'm just saying if you put guy. Russell if you put Elgin Russell Baylor is actually shout out Jason yeah. <laughs> never won a ring you, and then he leads and they win a ring. If you yeah. put Russell with Jerry West there, you don't think they get any better. George I also want to establish that Will Chamberlain played with Jerry West like two years. At the very end of his career, I thought they both got to the finals like five times together and, and lost. No, that was just Jerry West, just Jerry West and Elgin Baylor. I think no, Will got there in '69 and stayed in. Bill Russell was hooping on Rudy Larusso actually for nine years in a row. Uh, <laughs> well, then but, that's my bad. I thought they were there longer. Uh, but that's beside the point. I think I'm just Lehman and I prioritize different things on our list, uh, and I mean that's hence why my my list has Will over Bill. It's a build sacrifice that for the team's success. But at the end, that kind of hurts his individual peak, I think. So you really think it makes you a worse player for being a team player and getting 11 rings no. out of it? You no, just said I don't that. Think... You said that's why he's le- lower I'm, We're on your talking list. about the top. We're ta- yeah, on my list. So because he won more, it hurts him? Because he did the things to win more, it hurts him. The little things. I mean, I mean peak-wise, yeah. What do you mean peak-wise? It's not a bad thing, though. I'm just this saying isn't just who list, had the best season individually. It's, on the it's list that I have. Yeah, on the list that I have, I think that Wilt's numbers are just impre- more impressive. I feel like, I mean, you're looking at me dead in the eye and saying that team success does not matter in the NBA top 10 all time. And if you just say, well, it does you, to an extent, but I'm saying it, I'm just, then I'm, I can't really change your mind there, but he has 11 rings for a reason, man. It's to, it's to an extent, I'm saying. Team success so it's, it's, matters. It's 10%. So what are rings then? Rings are team success, but... Right. But so do you have Robert Ori in your top NBA 20? Top 10. But do you have Robert Ori in your top 20? The ultimate that's a, team that's a, that's a stupid question. I'm going to move on from that. But Why? So rings Why is that don't a stupid matter? question? Because no, he, answer my he, question. Because he's a role he player. Like eight K points. He's like, a role player. He's a team player. He made he all the big never, shots. So you're okay, going to compare the you, career of Robert Horry, the, the raw stats of Robert Horry. And you're not Bill comparing Russell. talent at that point. You're going strictly off accolades and rings. I, I want to hope that's Dennis a meme. Robin I really hope you – I really, then throw I really hope you're memeing right now. I you're really doing the, the, you're doing the MJ better than LeBron because six rings, even though he is no, better. But that's an invalid argument to use. I'm just saying, like, on. to an extent. I have something I want to talk about. Okay, go ahead, George. I want to ask Lehman why he doesn't have Hakeem in his top ten. I actually wanted to ask you guys why you do. Um, okay. And I, I, I feel like it'd be good if you guys tag team it and kind of give me a, a, a right. kind of like, who's number 10 on my list? Well, Bill Russell. Start, so more Bill Russell to, talk, thank God. But yeah. To, to start, um, he has one of the more impressive runs. Uh, 1994 won MVP, finals MVP, defensive player of the year. Only two other players have done that, I believe. Uh, lowest seed ever to win a title. That was just an improbable, impossible run. He's 
one of the better defenders ever. He almost averaged six blocks in a season. Um, I think he has, what, three defensive player of the years? He has two. Okay. Uh, he's really up there with Bill Russell as one of the better defensive centers ever. And I don't know if you really hear about that often. Um, and I just think, like, those two runs back-to-back, he was the guy. And I'm not going to use his point of, you know, he was fasting during those runs to, like, add why he should be in the top ten. But but you did um, say it. <laughs> I did. I kind of threw it in there as a subtle point. points. But, I'd also uh, like to suffice that, uh, jo- or that Hakeem played in the – probably the most center-heavy part of basketball where we had Young Shaq, David Robinson, Patrick Ewing, probably some of the best centers that we've ever seen all on the court at the same time, and he was the best one out of all of them. And not only was he the best one, it was like – There was an era where three of my top ten players were playing against each other. So I I, – but it it was a very tough – The what Wilt Kareem and are you talking Bill about Russell? the beginning of the yeah. 70s where yeah. Wilt yeah, and Bill were on were, and they walking canes? They were fading out, they were fading out there. And young Shaq counts when he wasn't in his prime yet. They made the finals, didn't they? They beat Michael Jordan. Watch, didn't watch they? a magic moment for zip. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's establishing Hakeem's dominance. He absolutely ridiculed Shaq. He made Shaq look How silly. How was his dominance you don't, when that Michael guy? If 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 you don't want to use, oh, he back. lagged out. Oh, you lagged out there. Okay, thank God I'm back. Okay, I'm back. I'm back. How was his dominance when Michael came back? Hakeem. Yeah. Well, you know they had Charles Barkley, and then things kind of went downhill. Hakeem's one of those you're, weird you're players gonna, where, like, you're the, gonna blame it the, on Charles Barkley. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying he's just one of those weird, one of those strange players where, like, the more talent they had, it, it seemed like they got worse because they were the sixty when they had Clyde Drexler. And they were just a better team in '94, so I don't know that that one still kind of confuses me. Uh, well, the six seed one was due to a lot of injuries. If I'm, yeah, if also I'm not mistaken. that too. So it wasn't yeah, like they got yeah. Clyde Drexler and he was like, "Oh, I can't play anymore." Yeah. Also, very impressive. He was a scoring champ in both of his uh, finals runs. I just he, he had three overall. I felt like for a center that was pretty impressive. Because uh, you know Bill Russell wasn't scoring much. I know Will obviously had a lot, but I just. I just don't he think that's very common with the best season. Like one of, he has the complete season, doesn't he? The MVP Depoy yeah, finals. Yeah, 1994. I mentioned that. That was my first point. 1994, which is only the, it, it's Shaq and Giannis, right? Those are the only other two that have done it. Actually, yeah. he didn't get a Depoy. Well, Giannis didn't. He didn't get a ring. He didn't get a ring with yeah. it. I think uh, MJ did it. Yeah, you're probably right. No, he didn't. Um, he lost in '88. Oh, he got a finals. He got finals MVP, MVP, and then All Star Game MVP. These Mickey Mouse awards get me confused. <laughs> the Sports Center stats are tricking us. Um, why? So I, you guys named all the stats. Like he had ninety four to ninety six, insane in the membrane. But like other than that, where does he kind of? It, it was a three year career. You guys are naming. Where else does he really stand? Well, I know so he, Shaq's he, so high. He, he was. He was great. What do you mean? Why is Shaq so high? Because it's kind of the you same just mentioned thing. him in '95 in his last MVP esque season where he got second was '06. Oh, that's true. Okay, never mind. Take it back. But I mean, I was just referring to like the the finals because there's like a three year window where it was like just Shaq. Well, Shaq got to the finals in '06 as well. All right, his MVP yeah. season was '05. Finals was '06. Um, yeah. Thank you, Dwayne Wade, for helping me with that point. But like, does he kind of get like? I know he was great like you know they make the finals in 85 
Okay, it's quick, okay. but I'm, uh, okay. I'm back now. Uh, he made miles in 85. And then I, I know he's great, but why does he kind of get like oh, so high on the list for just that small peak? I think it was just how good that peak was. Like, it's just like us. It's like a very, very high rise. Like that season, it's very difficult to replicate. And the one player that did replicate it is ahead of him uh, for all of us, I think, um, at Hope. George, where do you have Shaq? Shaq again? is Shaq is uh, he's ahead of Hakeem. Uh, okay, he's seven. But yeah, I think that that season is just he's also the most like talented uh, center in terms of footwork. And I'll 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 stand by that. Like he probably has the best post game that we'll ever see for a good chunk of time. He has for, the uh, bag. He is Hakeem is the, the bag. most. He's the most skilled center of all time. I don't think that's a hot take either. Like offensively, mm-hmm. he's the most. No, who is? I'm trying. I know he's. I know he's up there. I'm trying to rebuttal you, but I think he. Might Kareem be. has the most unstoppable move of by any player of all time. But Hakeem definitely offensively has, skilled. I think it's Hakeem. I mean, if yeah. if you want to if you want to go like most varied like post bag, it's Hakeem. But like yeah. Kareem's got like the I, best post I separate I separate like dominance with skillness basically because. Giannis, well, are you a hooper no. or a basketball player? You know. Well, yeah. Okay, Josh. Josh, you look, at, you look at Giannis. You look at Giannis. He's the most dominant, but is he the most skilled currently in the game? No. I no, there's no bad. Okay, well, you you kind of you're helping me with my point. I have them separate: <laughs> dominance with skill. I think it's two well, different things. Hakeem has both, so that helps us. Yeah. Is dominance is dominance pure brute strength? Like just like I would say that because you can you can like use finesse, height. That's what I'm kind of getting. It's it's height also. It's strength, but it's also being able to like the soft touch necessarily around the rim. But I don't feel like that is necessarily like the most skilled. Dominance is talent. Dominance is what you're given. If you have if you are three hundred pounds like Joel Embiid, you are dominant. But if you are well, more of like l- uh, learning learning like IQ and like the mental aspect, like Nikola Jokic, you're probably more in the terms of skills. I know a center who's 280 pounds and he's nowhere near anything you just named. He was a starter on the Lakers last year. Is it you? <laughs> Andre Drummond. He has strength. Oh. He's got nothing. <laughs> the big, the big penguin. Yeah. I, I think it takes, you can't just have like dominance, like, like, uh, like you can't be born with like physical strength and just be like, okay, I'm top five in the league now. It takes dominance and skill to be dominant. Oh yeah, no, that, that's uh, yeah. why I feel I like mean, it should be skill and like something else, like God given talent or something that creates dominance. I feel like dominance and skill go hand well, in hand. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I, I mean, agree. with these, all, with all these players, like I feel like both are given. Like to be in the top ten, you have to have both. I'm because just like, like with, with the with the Giannis point, skill is getting your body right. Like he came in looking like me. And he had the skill to bodybuild, and now he looks like he does now, and that's why he's so dominant. So right. I, I feel like uh, I like where George is going with that, but I feel like it's skill and like some other buzzword that George can give us that makes dominant. <laughs> yeah, if you look, if you look at all these guys on the list, they have they're all two way guys, and they also have either like Lehman said, they either have dominant skill or both. And a guy like Shaq, his dominance like is probably the highest there is. Um, after Kareem, so that's why you can put him there, and then you have guys behind him who might have more skill higher than the dominance. But like Lehman says, it goes hand in hand with these ten guys. George, why do you have Shaq so low? Is this just to push your Kobe agenda, or I had him seven, or did I have him eight? I might have. But Lehman and I, you had a Kobe at have... five, Duncan at six, Larry at seven, Shaq at eight. Lehman and I both have Duncan and Larry Bird underneath Shaq. You do. 
Okay, here. Well, um... Do you not have Kobe in your top ten? Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, I, 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 for, for the listeners, Kobe is number eight. I, yeah, I'm not that, like... I'm not like that, no. So you're asking me why he's lower than those two? Yeah, I'm just curious, because Lehman did bring up a good point that Shaq was probably good from 95 to 2007. Uh, I mean, yeah. I'll say six. I'll help you out, George. I I'll help you out. Yeah, I don't. His his we'll peak is a that, little yeah. bit, little bit shorter. With with Duncan, I mean, up until what 2015, he was still a high impact guy. Like his game translated the best out of anyone you really saw. Like those moves, okay. you can take to the That's grave. Fair. And then with with right. Bird, I actually thought I put Shaq ahead, but um, I guess I'll debate seven and eight here. Um, <laughs> Bird did have three. He had one of like the crazy. He had he won. Three back to back, back, to back right? To back. MVPs. Yeah, I, that's just never been. Has that? Yeah, that's been replicated, but not since him, basically. So has it? That no, no, not since Michael. Time. No, not Michael. Nobody. So yeah, I felt I felt that made a, uh, a bigger case, and then wow, that's really just, impressive. <laughs> yeah. So just basically, there, there's some small things where I, I'll I'll weigh the two together, and then I just need something else to like put them ahead or not. Okay. Oh, you're up at that point. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, it's it's kind of like um, like I'm I get I'm pretty soft on some issues, like uh, like the shack kind of getting lower. Like, yeah, it gets kind of ticky tack through there. And then also with you, you guys brought up a lot of good points with Kareem. I just feel like I like longevity. Um, and I feel like like Kareem was, I mean, Hakeem, Hakeem was like great for for a long time. But like the real reason he's in your guys' top ten is that two year run. And I just feel like that mm-hmm. happened without. The best player in the league, so someone, oh, some, some, someone had to take that title. Well, and to be fair, when, when you one when of you the do it against Patrick Ewing, who su- who couldn't like stop Mr. Potato, he was there, but years. he was out of shape. And, and then actually, you lose to, I, we to a very very young and up and coming team. I so we do a conspiracy theory. I mean the 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 Rockets being there, the Magic was almost the same as Miami beating OKC. Like they they're both very very young teams on the come up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think Miami bad. or Houston was as stacked as Miami, but you know, same story. Line. No. Uh, but OKC was also they had they had three like su- like future superstars, and Orlando only had two. Yeah. But that was not not a lot not a lot of three men. So uh, Josh, since we hit the back end, do you want to circle back to the question you had uh, debating the top three? Um. Why don't we got before a, we, we got a few de- more like, before we debate uh, that before we debate oh, okay. that. Sorry. Um, I'm gonna since we kind of tackled who's eleven, sort of. Uh, do we have any other names we want to throw out there before we move on? I feel like we all have Steph in like the twelve to fifteen, right? I have Oscar like over Steph. 15. <laughs> I have Oscar over Steph. Also, I might have another point guard over Steph. We'll have to look. Well, calm down know. there. I don't know. That's I'll not have right to look now. Again. I'll have to look again. But that's that's for another episode. So I mean, we can talk yeah, about. Yeah, we covered most of that. So before we go into the big, big, big question, I guess I want to say how many players have a real case to be the greatest player ever? Because in my opinion, it's three. I agree. If it's the same three, I agree with. <laughs> well, George, it is the top three. So I mean, so, I don't yeah. Know. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you're gonna get a little frisky on us. I I, I would like to throw magic in there i would not 
is it because he did he did so much in in such a short amount of playing time? He yes. only played thirteen seasons, and yes. he has a very very deep. Uh, and he came out the gate running, and a lot His of that year, having Abdul Jabbar on your team, uh, and then James Worthy the next year, and you just kind of running that whole decade. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I wouldn't call it the whole decade. Because Kareem still won a Finals MVP while they were both playing. I'm saying the Lakers run the decade. Oh, it's them, them, them are the well, Celtics. I don't know. Three MVPs from Larry Bird and '86, and that's the, that's Larry Bird, and... not the Celtics. But that's I mean, the Celtics beat them a couple Magic times. Magic got five. Larry and the Celtics got three, I believe. Yeah, I mean, you know, they both ran it. Lakers were probably a bit better, so fair okay, play. Okay, yeah, that, that's why. I, George is going crazy. Uh, I would probably, I mean, he, he has a case there, but I don't have the research, nor do I really have like the the really like the. Yeah, the we, we should really probably do magic. a disclaimer for J Sports that this is just all the top of the head. I think the only person that really like sat down, and, like made it right here was George. <laughs> and it's not that great, according I mean, I, to you guys. <laughs> I, I stand by uh, my list, though. Like, it's not like I'm yeah, just like, no, oh, let's put some hot takes in there. Like, yeah, mine no, has I, some bias in it. Which I think we know who it is, it, but it never has bias in your list, George. But yeah, I gave so most the, of the most of it. The thought, so the though. three guys: Jordan, Braun, and Kareem. Uh, yeah. So let me just—I'll see if I Jordan because he's like the goat. You know, he he just is. Uh, LeBron because he's the best all-around player, and then Kareem because he you know scoring title, most unstoppable move. Like Kareem is that has kind the, of. And he has, Kareem has probably the best like career, the basketball longest. resume. He has the best resume I think yeah. of any player. If you look at like accolades and records it's, and all that, honestly, uh, like I don't want this to be a hot take, and I have to do research to it. The gap between Mike and LeBron is probably wider than the gap between LeBron and Kareem. Like LeBron's barely ahead of Kareem on my list. That's if, a, that's a more interesting take than I think. That's it's so really how come Kareem is never brought up as the goat. It's because because he played in the. He played when the NBA was about to fail. He's the sole reason the NBA was about to fail. Magic and Larry are noted as the two guys that saved basketball, but the reason that oh, he it was so it. down. Yeah, exactly. And I think maybe with the points of like MJ coming in or he's not, also sorry, not the flashy Magic. player. He's that, not going to give you the Magic answers. Magic came in right away. His rookie year won finals MVP. People might use that as like a little bit of a dis- uh, discredit where Ron and MJ are like the complete, you know, like do it all for it. Like they wouldn't have someone else come ahead of them. And, you know, do we agree that if Kareem doesn't get hurt, that he wins that finals MVP in magic's rookie year? Do we think it it was only given because of his triple double in game six? Like, and he played center. That's yeah. Filled in. Yeah. Kareem didn't play for like 16% of the games. Cause that's a sixth. So like, I mean, I'd have to. I'd have to. I, I wouldn't call it that. Mickey Mouse because he deserved it. But like, we also have I'd to have recognize. Didn't Jamal Wilkes drop like a forty piece? Like, it's it's a little bit like not fishy, but like you know. I don't think just, you understand playing center against the Philadelphia 76ers uh, in 1980. Oh, it's it's super impressive. And but dropping, if Kareem's there, it wasn't just. But if Kareem's there, 40, 40, like 46, 15, and 12. It was like yeah, forty-two triple double. I'd have to look more because I don't know. But but like you know, it's impressive. Go ahead, George. Sorry, I'm, I'm just saying. I don't really remember how well Kareem played before that. I really only know like the closing out stuff with Magic. So I'd have to look more into that before I give you a 
definitive answer. Does that have something to do with? And I, I did want to tell, talk to George about this. The only Kareem guy average. on George's top ten is Kareem. Uh, and Kareem the only white guys in the in the eighties. Wait, 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 wait. Would you say the only what? The the oldest guy in your top ten is Kareem. Oh. Like, there's yeah. no one from the sixties. There's barely anyone from the seventies. And then you leave mm-hmm. out also Oscar. Is there a reason like that the the more you get into current day, the more you kind of put weight into who makes your top ten? Well, that just makes me seem like I don't <laughs> I don't like care about oh, the the 60s, 70s. I don't look into it much more. But I mean, I mean, That's who so else? Bad. What with like the Hakeem or Durant? I, the Durant one is really more recent, so I guess I can get why <laughs> you're saying that. But the rest of them, I don't, I don't necessarily feel that way. Like Will and Russell were right outside. I don't think. It, I would have Wilt there if I didn't put the Durant thing, but I don't think I'd have Russell in there. Maybe because of your reasoning, but I don't necessarily think that. Uh, going back to the last point, um, no Moses Malone on the Sixers, so I know that's probably the big point you're talking about. Kareem averaged 33.5, 14, and 4.5 blocks, and Magic is 21.5, 11 boards, 9 assists, and 3 steals. So it's really close. You can't go wrong then, honestly. It, you, it's really close, but I think if Kareem plays that game, they don't give it to Magic. Probably not. It's also 1980, and there's a rookie that that Magic was you you had well, yeah, no, he was going to save the NBA. Like yeah, they need well, to get this guy for well, yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. I'm just so saying, like think... it. It's not fishy, but it's What's like the draft rigged. It's no George. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, because Kareem's such a basic personality person. Like he doesn't speak. Like it's very rare you see him become like this out of character. Like flashy person that's why him and magic work so well like one is this like don't you know. tell me magic won it because he's quirky you no i'm not saying that i'm going to, i'm i'm addressing your point <laughs> i'm addressing your point of why nobody talks, kids, about Kareem. nobody talks about Kawhi leonard because he's quiet it's the same concept know, but, but, but he but without he won the finals media. mvp hey. without the media but this is without the media i mean kareem still won was still winning finals mvp the next year that they won it he won finals mvp I'm just saying that he's just this quiet, forgotten player just because, like, you know. I don't think he's forgotten if we all have him top three. <laughs> I'm just saying in terms of, like, having a case for greatest player of all time. That's what I mean. I, I also think this is one of the things that Josh brought up. It's very hard to be considered, like, the GOAT if you're a big man. We got a lot of big men in the top ten. But, like, we, the top two guys are perimeter players. And I, I think that's I think, a big point there. It, and it's not because they're more exciting to watch. It's because they just do more. LeBron almost won a defensive player of the year. Jordan won a defensive player of the year. It shows that, hey, yo, guards can be as just as like impactful on the defense and as big men. But, hey, they can also dribble the ball up the court and go coast to coast. So I, 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 think, I think that that's a, that's a big I part I just think of like it. the public's perception also is that uh, guys like LeBron and MJ just – can affect a game more with their all-around talent, like you had mentioned. And, you know, you don't see, like, a Kareem dribbling the ball up the court, having the, the great playmaking, the the guarding guys from, like, 94 feet. It's more of just, like, this this bigger finesse where it's, like, he's um, an anchor down low and, um, like, a defensive offer. Like, he's just – the ceiling goes through them defensively. So I, I agree with your point. I know it was your prompt, Josh. So where do you kind of stand? Do you think it's a big deal that like the top two guys are guards or I guess wings you can say, but I kind of separate it as like smalls and bigs. Um, I separate it in like three uh, guards, forward centers. Uh, 
oh, this goes into the next point. Yeah. So I guess I guess I'll kind of wrap up unless you have anything to say about the LeBron MJ thing. It's so close, but I feel like we should probably knock it out out of the way right now because we didn't really touch on it. So I mean, can he catch him? Yeah. The stigma around Michael Jordan being the greatest player of all time needs to be destroyed. Like the fact that people are like, he is the number one and that's it. There's no debate. That's stupid. There's a debate. There's a genuine like sit down like debate. And of course we all still have Michael Jordan one. So it's not like we're sitting here and like ignoring it, but like, I'm like, it's kind of died down a little bit, but like when the last, when the last dance was like a big thing, like, it's like people completely forgot LeBron James existed. Like he didn't just win. It was the bubble, but like. <laughs> well, Mickey. Well, the last dance came up before LeBron went to the bubble, which bad timing April. by Jordan. Horrible timing. But... The, la- the last dance was literally be- became a thing because LeBron came back from down 3-1. That's how, that's how it was great green, Michael Jordan was. It was, was. green-lighted. I, it was green-lighted. It was green-lighted as soon right as, soon as that Cavs, the same day the Cavs had that parade for that championship. He flipped open, he flipped open his phone and said, I need a documentary now. Stat. Yeah, like, like I, if that doesn't tell you, if that doesn't, like, sum it up, that whole point. We all have MJ1. But there's you a think good it's chance never, has it just like no matter what LeBron does in his last however many years, he has the public's like perception. He's going to get discredited. I, I just feel like the, the blemishes are there. It's a really big spotlight on his career. Like nobody necessarily talks about, you know, Jordan's what, seven, eight years of playoff exits before he won. It's only, you know, LeBron eight points in 2011. It's only, you know, getting swept in 07. Okay. But at the same time, but at the same time, there's a lot of things Michael Jordan does, and a lot of people don't talk about the fact that LeBron James, which I think is really dumb now that I think about it, made a whole documentary series, literal buildup, just to say he was leaving Cleveland. Like, he wanted to make himself the villain. Oh, when he said, I'm making my decision to go to the South he made, Beach. He, he made the decision. Like, that's got to be one of the dumbest marketing moves of all time. That's, well, that's where you're wrong. That was one well, of the best marketing moves. I mean, like... Dumb in terms of what they were trying to get with it. No, they got what they it's wanted. Smart. Eyes. I keep, <laughs> they, I, I keep. It's LeBron James. I keep though. lagging, but I also think he helped all those kids. He did it at like a boys and girls club. Let's not Josh say it was overly kids. stupid. What the hell? No, he, he, no, he did no, like a huge no. fundraiser at boys and girls club, but no, you're getting the, the wrong idea. Of it. Ah! Okay, but there, but no, but George, there is this, especially on. I don't want to say Twitter, but like. Like, I just think the stigma of, like, Michael Jordan's the best and there's no debate, that's got to stop. Because, honestly, if LeBron wins, like, one or two more rings or he does a few other things, I can't really name the specifics. If I sit down after LeBron James retired, there might be a good chance that I put him so, at number one. what, like, scoring title or not the, the all-time scoring title? I just said I can't give you specifics. but if I, I, I lagged, down, I lagged, I'm, I lagged. I'm sorry. I'll shut up. <laughs> I have I have one point to make, and I hope I don't lag like George. I hope it's not contagious because uh, I'm going off a hot spot. But I I kind of feel like everything Jordan kind of uh, all the blemishes on his career, the early eggs and stuff like that. The last dance showed as like out of his control, and like everything he did was because of like what he he took control. LeBron, since he got into the league, has had control over you know because he's a he's a pass first player, he's a two way player, he's not a score first. He's always had control. So every you, time he has you these blame, play- you're saying Michael Jordan losing to the bad boy Pistons is out of his control. They made rules for him to win the Jordan rules. 
I'm confused. I'm saying he lost because it was out of his control. How was that out of his control? You just said they made rules and beat the hell out of him. And he also didn't have the best coach. When did LeBron have the best coach? He's had control LeBron his entire is the career. Coach. Exactly. He's always taken control. So when these things happen, or at least the media perspective of it, when he's had control and he's lost, they're like, oh, they lost. he lost because LeBron. And the, it, when Jordan goes on the playoffs, it's because, oh, they lost because X, Y, and Z. Oh, I thought you were like saying it like it was your point. I didn't realize you were saying it from like a perspective. My bad. That, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't really, I feel like when we're talking about it, I guess from like a public standpoint, that makes sense. George is fidgeting. George is fidgeting over there. Um, George, I'll go to you in just a second. Uh, but I feel like when you get to like the very nitty gritty, it's like, did this player do this? And did, did this player do what they needed to do to win? And that's kind of the ultimate question when we get like to the top. And that's why LeBron has a like a very strong case. But what we were talking about earlier with the big man, it's hard. George has turned off his camera. It has officially gotten too laggy. George, what is the most important position in basketball? Okay, I think I'm back mostly, but I'm going to go with in this current day. We're talking about current day or all time? Uh, George looks like time. a crappy ventriloquist. <laughs> <laughs> so what are we... Can, 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 George, in the game of basketball, right? Don't think yes. about it in the current day system. Okay. Don't think about it just in your terms of how basketball should be played. What's the most important position? What's the position that you need like to have the best to have the best player at? I'm going to go with forward. I think that and I, I don't want to like describe the forward, but more like a like a power forward per se. I know I know that position isn't all the most popular, but you need a guy. You can say can, it. No, go ahead. You need a guy who can affect uh, the game on both ends, especially in every era. We've seen that in our top ten. It's basically guys who are dominant on both ends. Um, so why is there only one power forward in your top ten? I would okay. Is he even I'll, a power forward? He was a center for almost. I'll, I'll just say, I'll forward. just say I'll just say forward because <laughs> you see guys. I'll go. I'll just say Ford. I, I won't make it. Uh, you can say stretch for George. It's okay. No, no. I'll say. I'll say. I'll <laughs> Put say Dirk in your top ten. No, no. That's Put Brian Cardinal in your top ten. <laughs> Wait. I'll say forward because I think um, those guys have the talent to be like the point guard, the leader of the offense on one end, and then on the other end, they can guard the most people on the court. I feel like with guard and center, they can't guard uh, most of the guys on the floor. And then they might have offensive limitations. I think with the forward, as we've seen throughout history, these guys can do everything. They can guard most of the guys, one through four, maybe even five. Um, and then offensively, they can lead an offense. Uh, great shooters, especially as of late, they're progressing to be. I know that's how the game's going now, but I just think yeah, they no, can necessarily can. really do it all. And if okay. you have an all-star or like all-NBA caliber forward, you're pretty much a contender um in any day or age don't quote me on that though i i i trust me i won't that was not i'm not gonna he was very good until he said that but george george took the easy one which one would you like to defend I always go I the easy like, route. 
feel like we are kind of in the same boat. Just like George we, like, went, the they do everything one. next. And I'm like, oh, okay. This is, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it may be biased because I, I am one, but I feel like the guards. Um, okay. Especially as it, it you, I'm not going to tell you in the sixth and seventies, you need a guard to win a championship. That's big men oriented. Um, but like as just overall, I feel like you need a guard to pass the ball. You need a guard to dribble the ball up. You need a guard to break the press. You need a guard to shoot free throws at the end of the game. And I right. feel like that's a big part of uh, where like the greatness comes from. And I, I mean, you, you see like, I, I, sorry to cut you like where it hurts because you're probably gonna tackle big men next, but like big men have to rely on guards to win in the games and make game winners. They have to rely on them to, he, Hakeem needed Kenny Smith to get him an entry pass to go to work in the post. Uh, big men are very important, but they're probably the last uh, like option as far as what who can get the most things done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all good points. I think if I'm being honest, I probably we I I think we all kind of just agree with George because the all around thing. But uh, if I'm taking on big men, I feel like that's the anchor. Uh, like what's like we can have great i don't want to use like the ship analogy like the titanic but you can have like such a dominant force but like if you don't really got like your anchor you're going down and i feel like the you mean the the the, the sailor (laughs) the anchor the sailor they're all the anchor makes you go down the the sailor can't say (laughs) have you been on a ship before have you not not in a long time not in a long time have you been on the disney cruise like not Disney Cruise. Weren't you just uh, in Hawaii? Yeah, they had a Disney Cruise in Hawaii, George. He flew like a normie. Yeah. Um, but I think that having players with the talent and just the, I guess, the height, they're the closest to the basket. They're the easiest. They're the most guaranteed two points, the layup. And I feel like if you have the best player at that position to get the best amount of point or the easiest amount of points. I feel like you're set. And while you do, you do have a point with like the guards, like they have to play make, but like what's a guard without a good center, Chris Paul, Steph Curry. Okay. All right. Wait, you were, you brought a rebuttal. Jason kid. I was not prepared. Jason kid with one ring because of Dirk Nowitzki and Tyson Chandler. Don't say he had a ring because Tyson Chandler was his big man. Dirk was a guard. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. But I mean, we I think just when you're defending big men, it it really just goes around the fact that they can probably cause the most mayhem. They can shut down the whole entire like area. Not not to say that other players can't, but I mean, they're kind of like the always the guaranteed backup plan, I would say. George to, to send us home here, since you had the easiest, uh, since you went first and you picked forward, what's the least important position in today's NBA? Uh, I, I think I have to go with center. I, I, outside of, like, you know, the three, four elite guys, you, 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 you guys aren't agreeing with me? Power forward. Can't, no, no, oh, no, okay, no, well, no, 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 no. Like, guard forward or center. Don't just say oh. power forward. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I do want to say there was a lot of wings lacking uh, in the NBA Finals. There was Chris Middleton and kind of that. Giannis is a big man, in my opinion. He's not a forward. He's a big man. I think he just kind of is a forward. I think, well. You, really? 
Is it because he plays like it or just because of his – Their best like, – okay, yeah, their best well, – Because like, of his stature, like him, how tall like, he is. Like him and AD are probably best described as centers, but I don't feel like they're necessarily used Does as Giannis that. make threes n- normally? Not necessarily, no. I Not. feel like – are you – Lehman, are you judging it based off how they play basketball? Because well, I, I just if you say I, hi, I got a little Kevin stuck Durant because I just realized Giannis can be compared to Kevin Durant and to Joel Embiid. Yeah. yeah. So Which it, makes it, him Giannis, a no, is it just how they play? I was making him a five too, George. <laughs> Why do you think guards are less important than bigs in today's NBA? I don't think that. <laughs> I said I said center is the least important, and you looked at me I think like forwards I was, are. Uh. I'm oh. gonna, I'm gonna take Lehman so on this one. So what's like Kawhi, PG, KD? What are all those guys? Did Do they you? win the title this year? They do if they're if they're healthy, but I guess not. Uh, it's it's Wait, close. Uh, they both win the title. All three of them it's, win the title if they're healthy. It's close. It's close. Well, yeah, okay. If you consider Yanni and AD like bit like centers, big so big is considered center like automatically. Yes. Okay. They play big, so. They- <laughs> They're not forwards, I'll tell you that. Uh, okay, but George, outside of like the top, like the very top for any position, really, except maybe go, like point guard, like it's not that deep. Like the Jazz got the first seed with like Joe Ingles as their forward. Like the Celtics, or not Celtics, the Clippers have like didn't have Kawhi for the most part. And like the Mavericks are going no forward. Like a lot of these players are like revolving around the fact that they want to, like they well, need. You guys only don't necessarily think that a lot of lineups. Sorry to interrupt you. A lot of these forwards don't just shift to the small ball five. Like, what is what does small ball have to like? How do you compare that? To give me an ex- give me an example of like a small ball player. Well, I just think I think that guys doesn't go from three to four because that doesn't count because they're both forwards. The only one like that would really. That would really uh, kill our argument is the Warriors' death lineup. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, even the yeah. real death lineup had a seven footer at center. But Katie's a forward. I'm not going to try and argue that. It's tricky. I feel like it's tricky. I, it really does come down to what you qualify a lot of. If like the bigger, like the, the bigger forwards and Yanni. And, I think and players just ask for less. Our teams ask for less. Less. It's positionless now. Forward. Basketball is becoming positionless. Well, well don't like, just say a buzzword. We have a debate going on here. No, I, yeah. The, as as far us. as I do want to point this out, where do the most like plug and play three and D players go for? The forwards, forwards. because Robinson. because forwards are the most. Well, he's a, he's a two guard. Uh, he's but a forward. It's, it's because it's it, it's shoot. like like Josh said. He shoots shooting guard. That's all he's he does. Shooting guard. <laughs> um, <laughs> but they ask for the least from these forwards. You just because you, they, you just face the floor and play defense. Every great position has like top heavy Why stuff. Why Dorian Finney Smith has a job? I hate it here. That's, but uh, that is a decent point. The three and D, it's more of just like effort off. It isn't so much as like taking on. If you have like a Kawhi and PG, obviously the most important position on your yeah, team is forward. Yeah. But mm-hmm. if you're building yeah. a team, I would prioritize getting a guard first and foremost. And then if I could get like a, an Embiid or a Jokic or something, I would take him over like a a, a Paul George or a Kawhi. Just because I feel like he's, I, I can. You're use building him a team. Would you take? Yeah. Okay, if you were building a team, would you take? Um, hold on, I can't think. George, say something while I think. Would you take a Carl Anthony Towns or would you take a Jalen Brown? Carl Anthony Towns, 
Easy. What about what about Tatum? Or, what about Tatum or Cat? Tatum, just because I feel department. like the, I feel like the talent is better with Tatum. They're probably in the same department, though. See what I? But so I like feel like Katie, Tatum is as high like as Tatum has a as high of an offensive ceiling as Cat, and then is better defensively. That's the, so yeah. the third best what center. Better defensively. Tatum's better right. defensively than Towns. What? No, he's not. <laughs> they're yeah, both pretty bad. Yeah, but they're he's slightly bad. better. He's slightly better. Okay, D, like, D minus. A, they're both like about okay, to fail. Fine. Fine. You don't know the defensive stats. You haven't seen any of them play defense. You watch their offense. Don't act like Tatum's so much a better defender than Cat. Okay, Kat. well, don't act like um, Carl Anthony Towns is out here blocking shots two and a half times a game. He's not that great. He, he, was getting, he averaged two blocks his last he let Cl- in, 20, in, in, 20, in 2018, when the they played the Rockets, Clint Capella was abusing him. That, George, if, if you I think can't guard Clint Capella. He was then, literally 22 years old. Okay, okay. That was George, 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 George. I think what Lehman and I's important thing is that the three and D wings and the fact that the center can literally rejuvenate and completely change. We literally saw it happen. No, I agree. I agree. Like Gian- Giannis playing that big man. You've been screaming at the whole time. Put Giannis at the five. Put Giannis at the yeah, five. Yeah, put him at the five because I wasn't qualifying him as a center. But if you want to put those guys at center and call them centers, then yes, I agree with your whole point. He is the most dominant player in the paint, and he's not a big man. Powerful. If you consider power forward center, like big man, th- those intertwine. I'm saying Giannis is a is a big man. So primarily center, nothing else. Small, medium, big. George Giannis plays George, big. Nothing else. Big. He's power only forward a center. Can be is what you're saying. Forward or big man. Okay. Oh, so he's doing the me. He's doing the Mickey Mouse. He's giving you. No, I'm doing fine. what the NBA has done forever. <laughs> Kevin Love was a power forward. That was a big man. Porzingis prime, was a power forward. In their that was prime a big women, man. Would you take a Carmelo Anthony or a Dwight Howard? Okay, Dwight that's Howard. okay. Yeah, obviously Dwight. Yeah, you're not too good at uh, comparing yeah, three no, times three I'm, time I'm defensive to, I'm player of the year versus. I'm trying to. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out equivalent. You are you Orlando to the finals or Carmelo I yes, okay. I just think it's a it's an interesting conversation with how you want to group them together. But yes, if the power forward is the big, then yes, I will go with center. What do you mean you go? Center? You mean you'll go with forward as being the most useless position right now? Yeah. Yes. And okay. center is the is okay, the most useless. Okay, but okay. Now I gotta help him, baby. Now I, I got. Now I gotta help. Now I gotta you help. You swapped him because we didn't agree oh, I gotta how we George. classified him. No. Now I gotta help George. Oh my god! Now, there's so much happening. Now, now you're Don't looking at these like teams. Don't act like you're home improvement. All right. <laughs> no, you're looking at these teams. Why are you trying to have, fix me? George, shut up. You're looking at these teams that have good centers, right? Embiid and Jokic. Neither of them made it out the second round, right? Okay, okay, Jokic, because the Jokic most important player, MVP, the guard, the Mavericks, the Mavericks, the Mavericks, the Mavericks with no, the Mavericks with no forward lost in the first round. What are you to a team with about? forwards? So you're trying to make the case for guards? No, for, trying, you just said you I'm just said a center didn't get past the second. I'm trying. I'm George. I'm trying to help you with your forward point because uh, the could. last the last three MVPs were big men. Okay. Oh, because yeah, he won. He won two of them. Ha ha. Okay. He won two in a row. True. And then it was a guard, James Harden. I don't. And a guard I don't what do you call LeBron? What do you call LeBron? A forward? He's a forward. Okay. But he hasn't won since what thirteen? The bubble. 
No, actual MVP. Did you have a point? Like, did you have like a main point you want to make, Josh? No, I was just I was just trying to say like in the argument because we're kind of just thrashing on George. Like, there's teams with like non-existent forwards that are losing. Uh, so that uh, helps. Even though they have like that helps Lehman's point, not mine. He was the one talking about how teams don't have uh, versatile forwards. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying, George. They have no that's forwards not, and they're losing. That's not the reason they're losing. <laughs> I got a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think I think that's I think that's where we wrap it. Yeah, I I, I know we're, getting, I, we're running in circles. An hour right eleven. Here. Well, no, we were actually having good dialogue. You were going in circles, but that's not. It's okay, George. We have our moments. I had my moment earlier today. We're okay. I'm gonna call it here. Josh is gonna call it here. Uh, I'm gonna wrap it up. Oh, excuse me. I burped. Um, but yeah, all the socials at Tia Troopers on Instagram, G underscore Martin21 on Twitter. He's slowing down as far as a, as a follower account, so please go make his day and give him a follow. Yeah, guys, he's gonna convert to a football Twitter account for a little bit, so you know, just try to <laughs> try to keep it up. Go Vikings. Nope. Stupid. He, yeah, he, big, 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 uh, California Viking guy, George Martin. Uh, he's back. He he stopped being a fan for a while. Uh, he tried at the Rams, but it just didn't feel right, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to waste any more of your time. Thanks for being an OG and uh, everyone, and take care.